Hi, YouTubers and wet shavers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Hang on. That's a great, great cup of coffee. Two weeks in a row, uh, we are uh, enjoying the Cafe Ole Creme Brulee. This coffee came courtesy of viewer Beth Jones. Thank you again very much, Beth. And the reason why we're using it is because I ran this through my Keurig machine. Now, I did not buy the Keurig K-Cups. What I did get were these reusable coffee filters. This is the Max Rona reusable coffee filter for a Keurig machine right here. Yeah, I got these from Amazon. Now, it comes four to a pack. Let me show you what they look like. Four to a pack right here. Of course, there are three here in the box. The fourth one is in my <laughs> is in my Keurig K Express machine, obviously. And this allows you to fill your favorite coffee into this little filter basket and then brew a cup of coffee in your Keurig machine. Now, uh, here it is right here. It has this mesh basket right there. You can fill up with coffee. It has this little spray nozzle here on top. Uh, but here is, here is the really, really neat part. Now, as I recall, the older Keurig machines, and I did have an older Keurig machine that kind of gave up the ghost some time ago. I think that that bottom needle was right there in the middle uh, on the bottom of the uh, Keurig machine where you, when you place the Keurig cup into that holder there. And then there was a needle in the middle on top that would come down with the lid and then it would puncture the top and the bottom. And then that's where you would get the uh, coffee flow. Uh, the water flowing through the coffee, rather. Uh, on, on these newer machines, and I noticed on my Keurig K-Express, that needle is not in the, it's not in, on, on the bottom in the middle, it's on the bottom towards the back. And it's angled a little bit. Well, that's where this little opening here on this filter basket comes into play. See that little opening right there? Let me see if I can get, get the lighting. See right there, that little opening right there? That's where that needle parks itself. It just kind of slips right into there and out of the way, and this will sit flush and flat inside your Keurig machine, and you can just slap that lid down and go ahead and brew a cup of coffee. This hat's really, really neat. Now, this is supposed to be universal with the newer, newer Keurig machines. It does work with the K-Express. I haven't tried with the K-Mini yet, yeah, but uh, you can see that uh, here are some of the on the side of the box here, on the label here, here are some of the Keurig machines that it is compatible with, certainly compatible with the K-Express, which is what I have, and it really does brew a nice cup of coffee. Uh, you can play with the, um, with the strength of that uh, cup of coffee as well. You can fill it all the way up to the top if you want to, and uh, brew it that way, fill it all the way up the top, and on my machine, you can hit that strong button and really get a <laughs> strong cup of coffee, or if you want to, you could fill it up halfway, and uh, brew your coffee a little more, um, well, a little on, on the less bold side, let's say. But uh, it really, really does work very, very well. So if you have a newer, a newer Keurig machine, this is supposed to be universally compatible with those machines. Just check your machine, look inside the holder where the K-cup goes, and see if that needle is towards the back and the bottom, the bottom back of your machine. And if it is, then this should work. It works on my K-Express. Gonna try my K-Mini next and see if it works there, but it uh, made a delightful, delightful cup of coffee. Hang on one minute. And here it is, August 21st, 2023. Still plenty of summer left, still great t-shirt weather left, which is why I'm wearing my buttoned, my front and button t-shirt. Now, I didn't know what this was called. I just always called it a, front button t-shirt. 
This is called a Henley shirt. I never knew that. I did a, a search online to see if they had a specific name. Sure enough, it's called a Henley, a Henley shirt. It's kind of like a front button t-shirt kind of a thing. It comes in both uh, short sleeves and long sleeves. Uh, I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt, obviously. I like to wear it like this with the t-shirt underneath, and then I like to layer this over, especially this time of year when the nights start to get uh, cool down. Uh, then I have still have a little warmth, and it's not too uncomfortable during some nice uh, warmer days when it's about 75, 80 degrees. And uh, when uh, we start rolling into fall, uh, I'll break out the longer sleeve Henley shirts, which I really, really like a lot. I just think they're great casual uh, summer, autumn kind of shirts. So if you're interested in these, I'll have a link to an Amazon page where you can get a, you can look at a variety of these different Henley shirts. I, I like them a lot. I never knew they were called Henley shirts. Why are they called Henley shirts? I don't know. If you know why they're called Henley shirts, please comment below and let us know. Uh, and uh, as we like to say every week here on the show, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug, let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Okay, hang on one more. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful coffee. Again, thanks to Beth Jones for the um, Cafe Ole Creme Brulee. Folks, we'll have a link to this as well. Really, really terrific. And hey, if you're taking me along in your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really, really do appreciate it. If you're listening to me on the podcast, hey, thanks very much for tuning me in. I really, really do appreciate that. Boy, we've got a great show for you this morning. We've got a great shaving tip. We have some wonderful shave den visits. Uh, the refill. We did that Bloom Water Lather uh, about a week or so ago on the channel, and we got some great comments and feedback regarding that. We're going to share some of those with you. So great refill comments. We got some great shaving gear to show you, some great questions and comments. Yeah, I mean, a really, really terrific show. So thank you so much for joining me. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. I hope it's a wonderful, pleasant summer day where you're at. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, in Brazil, Australia, South Africa, I hope the weather is pleasant and agreeable where you're at. And thank you so much for tuning in from around the world. I really, really do appreciate it. So let's get the show kicked off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Well, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Caleb Bowers. And Caleb writes, I know for myself, when it comes to aftershaves, I don't care for them to be in plastic bottles. In my opinion, I feel like plastic weakens the scent of different aftershaves. I recently bought a bottle of Brut in a plastic bottle. I was able to get a glass bottle from the Dollar Tree store. When I cleaned and disinfected the bottle, I put the brute inside. A little bit later on, I opened the bottle and took a big whiff. I'll tell you what, the scent of the brute got 10 times better. It became a more richer, stronger, and uplifting scent. Glass bottles also help with witch hazels mixed with an essential oil. So if someone hasn't tried the glass bottle method, I highly recommend it in best regards. Caleb. Hey, Caleb, thanks very, very much for this shaving tip. I really do appreciate it. We have talked about this on the show uh, in the past about uh, glass bottles being better for aftershaves and transferring from a plastic bottle to a glass bottle. Thanks very much for sending along the great photos of the glass bottles that you were able to find at the Dollar Tree store. Uh, he also followed up with this. 
I'm not sure everyone has a Dollar Tree near them, but I'm sure they could find bottles like this either at a Walmart or even a Hobby Lobby. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, th the whole idea here is to get the aftershave out of a plastic bottle, move it to a glass bottle, and there's something about being in a glass bottle that improves the scent. And uh, it could happen very quickly as it has in Caleb's uh, situation or maybe a little bit longer over time. Uh, we have done this before and I think it's a great shaving tip and it's a great reminder, which is why we're talking about it, which is why we're talking about it again, because uh, viewers sometimes don't see the entire show or they may miss the discussion regarding this. So I'm very, very thankful that Caleb sent along these photos of the glass bottles he was able to find at the Dollar Tree store and also to let us know that it worked really, really well and it worked much quicker for him than we have talked about in the past. So that's absolutely fantastic. So folks, get over to your local Dollar Tree store or a Walmart or a Hobby Lobby or whatever store, big box store you have in your area and uh, check out uh, some of the glass bottles that are available that could, that could uh, be used to hold uh, an aftershave. And uh, I don't believe his bottles have restrictors. So if that's the case, just use the uh, Mark Bagwell thumb restrictor method that we've talked about <laughs> on the show in the past. Just take your thumb and put it over that opening there so that it'll just, you can control how much uh, dribbles out of the bottle. Yeah, absolutely acceptable. Uh, not a problem at all uh, if you don't have a restrictor. So uh, thanks very much for the shaving tip, Caleb. Really, really do appreciate it. And to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post-haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Send that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and if I use it here on the Monday Morning Mailbag in the Shave Tips segment, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So Caleb, thanks again for a really, really terrific tip. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, this morning we have a few Shave Den visits and we're gonna kick it off with something from Jim from Northfield. And he wrote, hey Mark, I just wanted to share photos of the incredible shave lot I won on eBay from the Salvation Army. I won it for just $71. The Gillette Senator Razor Far left, middle row, is worth that alone. Plus, some of the extras completed vintage sets that I own. As always, right time, right place, Jim. Wow, Jim, congratulations on a really, really great, great haul of vintage razors. And yeah, that Gillette Senator, that is definitely a, a prized razor among uh, wet shavers out there. Absolutely. If you go up to uh, eBay and just look for that Gillette Senator, yeah, it's, it's every bit of that $71 and up, depending on the condition. Yeah, that's quite a find. But all those other vintage razors, absolutely fantastic. Again, folks, this illustrates that a lot of these great vintage razors are available at really, really good prices up on eBay, uh, yard sales, estate sales, garage sales, that sort of thing. You just have to uh, be patient and look around and do your homework and kind of understand what it is that you're looking at and kind of figure out what the going price is on eBay and Etsy and that sort of thing. And then you can determine whether or not it's worth the money. And 
obviously, when Jim saw <laughs> saw this lot of razors and got it for $71, he knew that that Gillette Senator is worth that alone. So, uh, yeah, really, congratulations, Jim, and thanks for sharing your new additions to your Shave Den with all the viewers out there. I really do appreciate it. Ernie Roca wrote and sent along a, a, a wonderful, wonderful photos. And he said, just a few photos of my shave den. And he also sent along a few of the posted shave of the day photos. These are really, really wonderful. Not only are his shave den photos fantastic, but the shave of the day photos are really, really very, very creative. We're going to be sharing these with you as we talk about uh, what uh, Ernie has sent along here. He also sent along uh, photos of uh, his uh, custom shave brushes. Uh, he wrote here, a few of my custom shave brushes. I came up with the theme and they were made by Leo Frillet. I believe that's how it's spelled, F-R-I-L-O-T. Now, uh, the Sharpologist did an article on this particular brush maker, this artisan brush maker, and uh, you can find him uh, at Perfect Woodworks LLC. He has a Facebook page. We will link to that as well. Additionally, Ernie wrote, take a close look at the brown and white brush with the mammoth coin. The white part is made from a woolly mammoth fossil, which is over 10,000 years old. Uh, he goes on to say, the shave den is slightly different now, but not much of a change from the photos. And he continued here, this morning's Monday morning mailbag was very good as usual. That's what finally prodded me to send the shave den photos, which led to the shave of the day and custom brush photos. You should pass Leo Frillet's name along with the photos of the brushes. He can be found on Facebook and makes great custom brushes. And Ernie also passed along a couple of before and after photos of Leo uh, turning raw materials into one of his wonderful shave brushes. Absolutely fantastic. So yeah, that's really, really fantastic. Thanks very much for sending along those photos, Ernie. Great looking shave den. Love the shave of the day photos. Very, very creative. And the custom shave brushes. Absolutely fantastic. Folks, we'll have a link to uh, Leo Frillet's Facebook page if you're interested in contacting this artisan and perhaps having a custom shave brush uh, made by him for you. So Ernie, thanks very, very much for all the great photos this morning. Really, really do appreciate it. Hey, we heard from Rodney Ripplinger. He sent along this photo. And what he did was he took my nephew's shaving tip of gluing a magnet to the bottom of a shave brush handle so that you could uh, magnetize it and attach it to the bottom of a shelf and uh, let it hang there like that. Well, uh, what Rodney did was he got a thin strip of metal and mounted it to the bottom of his shelf and then affixed a magnet each on his shaving brushes. And now he's got his magnetic shaving brush stand, so to speak, right there. Looks absolutely fantastic. And uh, he, he wrote back and said, yes, easy PC, very secure. I'm glad I did this. I like using this arrangement. Using it made extra room for soaps. Oh, no. <laughs> I understand what you're saying there. Oh, no. Now I got this extra room. I'm going to get some extra soaps. <laughs> absolutely. That's, well, that's absolutely wonderful to see you uh, adapt that uh, shaving tip for my nephew, Mike, and uh, you know, take it to the next level. That's absolutely fantastic. Great to see that, Rodney. Thanks so much for sharing that photo of your shave den 
with that great magnetic shave brush stand. I guess that's what you could call it, the magnetic shave brush stand. Absolutely fantastic. And that wraps up this week's Shaved In segment. My thanks to uh, Rodney and Ernie and Jim for sending in those photos and showing us their shaved ends, their new additions to their shaved ends, that sort of thing. Gentlemen, thank you very, very much. Well, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is available as a podcast. Simply get up to your favorite streaming service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast will come right up as well as our other podcast, Second Cup. Both podcasts are available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. So again, just simply search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast, as well as the Second Cup podcast, will come right up. And if you're tuning into the podcast, thank you very, very much. Again, both podcasts are available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Well, folks, mark your calendar. The Ohio Wet Shave Meetup takes place on Saturday, September 30th, 2023. I'm going to let Mr. Jim German, the gentleman who's organizing this event, tell you all about it, give you all the details. gathered here at beautiful Fancyburg Park for the inaugural Ohio Wet Shavers meetup. We made some lather and we had quite a bit of fun. The following year we had more fun and even more lather here at beautiful Thompson Park in the North Shelter House. Mark Zarati and I teamed up to do a lather demonstration that got a little bit out of hand but we had great fun. Where will we be next year? So the 2023 Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup will take place here at River's Edge Cutlery in Hilliard, very close by to where the last two meetups took place. River's Edge was graciously willing to host us this year. We've invited the Ohio Soap Artisans, Chiseled Face, Shannon Soaps, and Spearhead Shaving. Shannon's is planning to make the soap for us this year, as she has the past two years. We're really excited to uh, be here at River's Edge. This year, artisans, bring your wares because you will be allowed to sell. We'll have an open house period for our regular River's Edge customers to be able to meet you guys and maybe buy your soaps. We're going to have city barbecue again this year. Maybe I can get Mrs. Donut to make her uh, famous brownies. Everybody liked those last year. Again, we've invited Mark Zarati. He's planning to be here. HD Shaves, this is your personal invitation to come to this year's meetup. We've invited Timeless Razor. Great razors they make. Hopefully they will bring uh, their brand new interchangeable shave brush. A great, uh, great design that they engineered. Probably the worst shave I'm ever going to do for the Lather Games. I have no idea what it's going to look like. But here I am, I'm haphazardly shaving out in front of River's Edge Cutlery.
My shave is complete. Join us here at River's Edge Cutlery in September for the Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup. So again, the Ohio Wet Shave Meetup takes place on Saturday, September 30th, 2023. You can get tickets at ohioshavemeetup.com, ohioshavemeetup.com. We'll have a link to that site below where you can get your ticket. I've already got my ticket. I look forward to seeing you there. Well, this morning we have an update to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. As many of you know, the channel is approaching 10,000 subscribers. Once we reach 10,000 subscribers, we're doing this spectacular giveaway, and it's all being made possible through the very generous donations and contributions from viewers out there. My thanks to everyone who is making this prize package, this 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway possible. Well, viewer Caleb Bowers also sent in some items to add to the prize package pool. Now, as you know, Caleb also sent in this morning's viewer morning shaving tip. So thanks again for that. Caleb, really do appreciate it. Caleb sent in a couple of shave soap bundles. First up, we have something from Master Soap Creations. Now, they are an artisan out of South Africa. We have reviewed their shave soaps in the past. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful lathering shave soap. Uh, wonderful, wonderful performance. Here it is right here. Uh, new, never used uh, from Master Soap Creations. Uh, vintage Spice Shave Soap and Aftershave. Absolutely wonderful. And as they write on the Razor Company product page, this soap recipe is a tallow-based dream. It hits all the marks for wet shavers. Ease of lather, slickness, glide, cushion protection, longevity, and post-shave face feel. Scent inspired by Old Spice and is an amber spicy fragrance. Absolutely. Again, I'll let you get a look inside there. It's new, never used. And yeah, you can definitely inspired by Old Spice. Really, really wonderful. So there it is, the first shave soap bundle from Caleb Bowers, uh, Master Soap Creations Vintage Spice, shave soap and aftershave. Caleb, thank you very, very much for that. He also sent in along another shave soap bundle. This one's from Barrister and Man. I believe it's pronounced La Vanille. I believe that's how it's pronounced. L-A-V-A-N-I-L-L-E, La Vanille. Uh, yeah, and this, is, uh, this again is brand new, never used, the shave soap and the aftershave. Uh, and as they write on their product page, we blend our version of Mousse de Sacs with lavender, vanilla, cedar, and elegant musk to create a dark, leathery, elegant soap unlike anything seen for nearly a half century. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just sampling a little bit. Yeah, I'm getting those notes. Absolutely fantastic. And again, new, never used, shave soap and aftershave. Absolutely wonderful. Barrister and Man, La Vanille. I believe that's how it's pronounced. If it's not pronounced that way, please correct me in the comments below. So my thanks to Caleb Bauer for sending, Caleb Bowers for sending in uh, those two great shave soap bundles to add to the prize package pool. And as always, my sincere thanks to everyone out there who is making this prize package giveaway possible. So again, sincere thanks and heartfelt appreciation to Jimmy V Photography, Beth Jones, Tyler Fike, Charles Price, Alex Lopez, Scott Martin, James Sefton, George Haven, Jimmy Day, Bill Murphy, Mark Bagwell, Zachary Norton, Wesley Kirby, Heiko Shaves, Chris Witte, 
Caleb Bowers, everyone at Pre-Tech, and all the folks at Vikings Blade. My thanks to everyone out there who is making this prize package giveaway possible. Thank you very, very much. And also, again, as always, my thanks to all the viewers out there. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for sharing. Thank you so very, very much. You make this channel and this show possible. Thank you all very, very much. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Hang on one minute. Yeah, that's a really, really nice cup of coffee. Again, uh, Cafe Ole Creme Brulee, and I use the uh, Max Rona. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Max Rona reusable coffee filter. And I modified uh, the recipe this time around. I made an 8-ounce cup rather than a 10-ounce cup. And I didn't fill it up that much. I filled it up maybe maybe three quarters of the way up, something like that, about there, and did eight ounces. And boy, it made a nice, flavorful cup of coffee. So that's the nice thing about these reusable coffee filters, this Max Rona reusable coffee filter. You can kind of play with the recipe a little bit and kind of tune um, tune the cup of coffee to your specific uh, taste. And uh, it really did a terrific, terrific job. Really, really enjoyed Really, really enjoying this cup of coffee this morning. So thanks again to Beth Jones for the creme brulee uh, coffee. But uh, folks, we'll link the uh, the Max Rona reusable coffee filters uh, below if you're interested in uh, getting these for your uh, particular uh, Keurig K machine. Again, works really, really well with the K Express. So hang on one minute. <laughs> yeah, that is really, really wonderful. Okay, well, we got some great comments in this morning's refill. We're going to kick it off here with something from uh, Guns for Hire 74 that's his screen name, and he just wanted to say, this razor is my top now. Now, he's referring to the Emperor Meiji razor. Uh, we're mentioning this because we used this this past Friday in review of the menorah, the Gillette menorah golden shave razor blades uh, that Beth Jones very, very kindly sent along to the channel, and uh, we just got an absolutely spectacular shave from that blade and this razor. It was really, really terrific. Check that review out this past Friday if you missed it. But yeah, this is probably, I would think, uh, probably the, the closest new razor uh, you can get uh, to say a vintage uh, Fat Boy, Gillette Fat Boy. At least it's, it seems to be inspired by the Gillette Fat Boy. That's for darn sure. And it just got some really, really wonderful heft. It is heavier than a Gillette Fat Boy, that's for sure. But it really is. Uh, a terrific, terrific razor. I guess you could say it's inspired by the Gillette Fat Boy. So if you've always wanted to try a Gillette Fat Boy and uh, you haven't been able to locate one, check out the uh, Emperor Meiji razor. It's not identical to Gillette Fat Boy because it does have an asymmetrical razor head. You can see that right there. One side it's got a rather, uh, what would you call that? Not scalloped, but yeah, scalloped. It's not sculpted, it's scalloped. I would think you would call that scalloped. Sculpted is the other kind of uh, straight bar. This is the scalloped uh, straight bar and then a, an actual smooth straight bar on the other side. Uh, so it changes the shave just slightly just by turning the shave head from one side to the other. Uh, so you don't really have to dial down or dial up. Uh, really nice. Or you can use it 
as a traditional uh, safety razor and just slip it back and forth, however you want to do it. But there is that little bit of fine-tuning adjustment just by flipping the razor head one side to the other. And again, wonderful, wonderful heft. Uh, built like a little tank, adjust from one to nine. I wanted to mention that again because I just had such a delightful shave this past Friday with it, with that Gillette Menorah Golden Shave razor blade. Thanks again to Beth Jones. Uh, so wanted to mention that. So yeah, um, I agree with you, uh, Guns for Hire 74. It's a terrific, it's a terrific razor. One of my favorites from Vikings Blade, the Emperor Meiji adjustable safety razor. Uh, Roderick McLeod checked in and he said another great 3MB regarding beard removal followed by a shave. Pretty much everybody who removes a full beard followed immediately with a shave is going to have irritated skin by the end of the process. It's gotten used to not being shaved and then it's assaulted by clippers followed by a few passes of a blade plus the chemical assault of soap, alum, lotion, splash, etc. It's not so much that any one of those individual steps or processes or products causes irritation. It's the combined effect of all of them. Here's what I found works well to spread things out a little bit to give the skin some time to recover between steps. Ideally, the steps should happen a day apart. 8 to 12 hours between steps is probably adequate. For step day one, Use clippers with a low number guard to turn the full beard into a very short beard. Follow this with a good wash and condition. For day step two, with a clean and dry beard, apply powder. Uh, I still prefer talcum over the new cornstarch-based stuff. Uh, to the beard and massage in well, then brush off excess. You're trying to get the powder onto the skin of the face. It will act as a dry lubricant on the skin. Use the clippers with no guard to take the short beard down to stubble. Wash and condition again. Lather and shave on the third day. Well, that's the next step, right? Unless you have some pressing reason for a three-pass shave, just do one pass a day for the first week. Whenever your face gets irritated, Hydrocodone cream, not greasy ointment with the petroleum jelly base, really helps to calm the skin down. Far better than any post-shave product that I've ever tried. I'm going to read that again so we, so we have it straight here. Uh, whenever your face gets irritated, hydrocortisone cream, not the greasy ointment with the petroleum jelly base, really helps to calm the skin down far better than any post-shave product that I've ever tried tried. Hey, wow, Roderick, thanks very, very much. The reason why Roderick wrote this is because in a previous Monday morning mailbag, we talked about how some viewers out there might be growing a beard and then say over the winter or something like that, or they grow a beard for a while and then they shave it off completely. And then they end up getting a little skin irritation. And I know I have a friend uh, who does this. He grows a beard over the winter months. And then when spring rolls around, he shaves it off, and he says, gee whiz, I always get a little irritation. I'm passing this routine on to him so he knows to do it this way so that uh, his, his skin gets a rest between these, these steps so that when he finally gets to the actual razor shave, uh, it should result in very, very little irritation, uh, or at least 
or at least maybe no irritation. Boy, I'm, you know, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm definitely going to print this out. I'm going to hand it to him and I'm going to say, here, try this, <laughs> you know, in the spring uh, after, when, you, when you're getting ready to shave off your beard. Uh, see if it works. Wow. Absolutely great, great uh, routine there, uh, Roderick, and a great process. Thanks very much for sharing it. Really, really do appreciate it. Now, as we mentioned earlier in the show, we got some great, great comments regarding the video we did on Bloom Water Lather. And uh, Scott Martin wrote, to each his own, but I have to say, boom, my shoulder hurts. <laughs> this is the most lathering I have ever seen in my life. Wow. I appreciate the guys that are trying to be as frugal as they can possibly be, but that didn't look very fun. Very interesting experiment, though. Glad you did it, Mark. Cheers from Scott. Yeah, it took a long time to develop that bloom water into a lather. And as I mentioned in, the, in, in, the, in that particular video, that perhaps I should use half the amount of water next time around. And that might speed up the process a little bit. Uh, Apple Fan X2 wrote, interesting experiment, Mark. Seems like a lot of work for less than adequate lather. I always enjoy your videos. Thanks. That Well, that's Lindsay. Lindsay. Well, Lindsay, thanks very much for that comment. Really do appreciate it. Again, the screen names on YouTube kind of messing things up here. Uh, uh, I don't know who's who <laughs> from the screen names sometimes. Uh, Matt A wrote, interesting video, Mark. Uh, using just bloom water to make a lather, but it looks like it will work with some patience and arm strength. <laughs> Might have to give your arm a rest before you start to shave. Take care, Mark. Again, everyone's picking up on the theme of, boy, that's a lot of work to get that bloom water into a lather. Uh, Wally Pankowski wrote, Mark, that's a lot of work and additional time. I prefer a method you reviewed several years ago, the Marco method. But with a twist, I take about a half teaspoon of soap and press it down into the bottom of the bowl. I take a fully wet brush and start building a lather. Very little additional water is needed and boom, lather in a very short time. Yeah, hey, Wally, thanks very much for that. Yeah, the Marco method, check that out. We did a, we did a video on that. And that was a really interesting method of building a lather. This is a variation of it. Wally, I think I'm going to try this. Press a little bit of soap on the bottom of the bowl. Take a, you said a fully wet brush, right? Uh, and take a fully wet brush and start building a lather. Yeah, that's kind of like the Marco method. Yeah, definitely going to try that. Thank you very much for that, Wally. Really do appreciate it. JT wrote, hi, Mark. It seems to me that you should have lathered your face with it to show how thin that lather was. I would think that that lather would dissipate, but it would still be slick enough to shave a la Williams Mug Soap. Uh, JT, uh, you're right. I should have done that. Uh, I was really more interested in getting that lather built. I did show the consistency consistency of it uh, from the brush to my hand to kind of give you an idea of its density and that sort of thing and the body of it. But you're right. It is lighter. It has a lighter consistency. And uh, I, I guess the big question uh, is how quickly it would dissipate on the skin. Absolutely. So next time around, uh, I will uh, I will do that. Uh, Chris Eikenberry wrote, uh, looks like a lot of work. <laughs> you know, it was, it was, but I wanted to do it. Uh, this is from Stephen Howard. Interesting experiment, but I'd be too exhausted to shave after that. 
again, everyone's picking up on the idea here that it's a lot of work. Uh, in contrast to take, say, Phoenix Shaving CK6, you know, four or five swirls and then right to the lathering bowl and boom, lather. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Hey, viewer, Bill Murphy sent this along and this was in response to my comments on Second Cup regarding Culver's. Uh, this is a great, great uh, eatery, fast food uh, eatery, uh, although it's a little more upscale. I really enjoyed it. They had a, a location right there in Adrian, Michigan, and I stopped there with my voucher from the Maggard Meetup, and I had an absolutely fantastic burger. I mean, it was really their butter burger, absolutely fantastic. They have a few locations here in Cleveland, and uh, I haven't been to the Cleveland locations, but I stopped at this location in Adrian, Michigan on the way home, and it was just fantastic, fantastic burger. So I highly recommend them. Culver's. Check them out. Anyhow, Bill, uh, Bill Murphy wrote, Hi, Mark. Great second cup last week. Had to wait to respond until today so I could send this picture I took of my lunch yesterday. You mentioned Culver's in your podcast, so I thought I would tell you about, in my opinion, the best fast food restaurant chain in the Chicago area. The attached picture is of a burger we get from Portillo's. Now that's spelled P-O-R-T-I-L-L-O apostrophe S. And I believe that's how it's pronounced. I don't believe it's Portillo's, the Spanish pronunciation. If I'm incorrect, someone please correct me. I tried to find the correct pronunciation online. Uh, rather quickly, I didn't find it. I'm going to go with Portillo's right now. If it's Portillo's, my apologies. Uh, hope you can tell from the picture the burger is bigger than the bun. It is topped with lettuce, tomato, onions, pickles, ketchup, and mayonnaise. A cheeseburger is also available. If you go online and fill out the customer survey, you can get a free large container of fries. My wife and I share the large fries. The burger is $5.79. They also have the best Italian beef sandwich in the area and Chicago-style hot dogs. Not sure, but I think they may be opening a location in Cleveland this year. If you ever get to the Chicago area, give them a try. Looking forward to the Monday Morning Mailbag tomorrow. Have a great week. Uh, yeah, this uh, from Bill Murphy. Thank you very, very much for that, Bill. I really do appreciate it. Folks, we'll have a link to uh, Portillo's or Portillo's. I think it's Portillo's. <laughs> uh, below where you can check out uh, their menu, their offerings, and also see if there's a location near you. I sure hope they're going to open up in Cleveland. Uh, but you know what, if I'm on the road and I see them, uh, you know, while I'm, uh, while I'm on travel someplace, I'll definitely pull over and give them a try. It looks absolutely fantastic. Bill, thanks very much for sharing that, uh, with all the viewers this morning. James Sefton wrote, Hey Mark, looks like a great razor. At first glance, it resembles the 316 in my humble opinion. Great video as always. Now, James is referring to the uh, video we did on the uh, Blackland Dart right here. And I can, I can understand that. Yeah, on first glance, it might look like the 316. Now, when you look at them side by side, yeah, I think there is kind of a first glance resemblance to the razor heads and uh, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, as you can see now, they're, they're quite, they're, they're, they are different, but I can see on first glance how you might think that this is a 316. Yeah. Uh, again, we did a, a video of this, a video review of this this past week. And uh, yeah, <laughs> very, very efficient, efficient razor. I don't think this is going to be a daily driver for me. Uh, we'll be talking about this again uh, later on in the show. Uh, but yeah, it's a terrific, terrific razor. My apologies for not getting that review out 
uh, sooner uh, because uh, this was purchased when they did their their final run, supposedly, of uh, this particular model Razor. And I got number 136 of a lot of 150. So I got in just under the wire. And uh, I got the uh, machine finish here, not the high polish finish, and it came with the stand. But um, uh, the point is, is that I don't think it's a daily driver for me. Uh, and uh, we'll talk about this more on the later on in the show. But uh, yeah, the Blackland Dart, uh, I'm uh, I'm glad you enjoyed the uh, review, James. And yeah, I can understand why at first glance you might think it's a uh, a three one six. I I would get the same impression as well. So yeah, both of these are great razors. Three one six still available. We'll link it below uh, where you can get it on Amazon. It's a terrific, terrific razor. And of course, the uh, Blackland Dart. Uh, they don't make these anymore. So uh, if you find one on eBay at a good price and you're looking for something that has a little bit more growl than most razors but it still delivers a smooth shave, you might want to check this one out and you might want to investigate uh, the purchase of it. So um, thanks again for those comments, James. And that wraps up this week's refill segment. My thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Well, last week, we did a review of a brand new razor from Pearl Shaving. And here it is again, the Pearl Flexi Black Edition. This is the case that the razor comes in. It's absolutely beautiful, spectacular. Definitely top shelf. Look at that. Isn't that an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous case? Presentation is absolutely top notch. Has these beautiful hinges right here on either side. Can you see those right there? Absolutely beautiful. Uh, inside, when you open it up, it comes with a little booklet that discusses uh, how to use a razor, care and maintenance, how to do the traditional wet shave, that sort of thing right there. They also send along a thank you card, which is a very, very nice touch. And you also get a uh, polishing cloth right there and a warranty card. Absolutely, really, really wonderful information contained with the razor. And here is the razor right here. It's in a beautiful lined case. This is the Pearl Flexi Black Edition. It comes with a razor, as you can see right there, and a stand. Now, I don't want to hold it at such an angle that it's going to drop out, but let me pull it out here for you right now. Here it is right now. Here it is right here. <laughs> the Pearl Flexi Black Edition. Isn't that absolutely beautiful? And here is the stand that goes with it. Has a nice grippy base to it. Okay, there it is right there. Isn't that absolutely beautiful? Has a really nice, refined, elegant look to it. Again, beautiful heft. Love the knurling on the handle. Uh, adjust from one to six. And I love that the, uh, the numbers are labeled very, very clearly. Uh, it has kind of a gold kind of a color to it. And this adjustment dot very, very visible, so you can adjust from one to six, and while you're shaving, you'll know exactly where you are during the shave. Now, uh, I usually shave at uh, level three right there, and uh, absolutely gave me an, uh, just an absolutely beautiful, beautiful, smooth, efficient shave. Anything higher than, say, three and a quarter, it's really getting up there for me, for my skin type, beer type. Uh, so if your beard is a little more demanding, I think you're really, really going to like this razor a lot at the upper levels. Uh, I tend to uh, shave with the Pearl Flexi series of razors three 
and lower. And I get an absolutely wonderful, wonderful uh, shave. Absolutely, beautifully, beautifully smooth. And I really enjoyed the shave I got with this razor when I did the review. And I've had a chance to use it. It's just a fantastic, fantastic razor. Now, it is a two-piece razor, which is really nice because uh, once you, uh, you know, install the blade, uh, you just uh, tighten it down like that. Everything stays nice and secure and snug. And uh, although during my shaves, I do tend to <laughs> double check and make sure everything is secure. And, you know, everything does remain nice and secure. So it really is a terrific, terrific razor. We have some really nice comments from viewers who saw the review. Chris Witte said, that is a beautiful way to deliver a razor. A throwback to some of the Gillette marking tactics from the 1920s to the 1940s. When your razor is packaged like a piece of jewelry, it looks like it's worth its price point. Great shave mark. Hey, that's a very, very good point, Chris. I really do appreciate you passing that a comment along. Uh, Darka... Karaka, I'm I'm sorry if I didn't if I didn't get your name uh, uh, correct. Uh, thanks, Mark. This razor is fantastic. Wisimit Iridium razor blades were once produced in Poland in the city of I can't pronounce that. Codes, <laughs> greetings from Poland. Yeah, we used a uh, a Wisimit Super Iridium with this razor, and it just gave an absolutely wonderful, wonderful shave. So thanks for passing that along, uh, Darka. I'm gonna go with Darka. Uh, this comes from Okie Dokie Cool. Nice shave, Mark. What a cool launch by Pearl Shaving on India's Independence Day. Awesome. I was not aware that uh, August 15th uh, is India's Independence Day because that's when this launched, August 15th, 2023. And again, it just gave a really, really wonderful, wonderful shave. A lot of folks have asked about the uh, balance of the blade gap, and that's at level three. Let me show you. Level, level three, right there like that, level three. And I'm looking at it, and I don't see, I don't see anything off, really. To be perfectly honest with you, if it is, it might be very, very slight. It also might be an optical illusion based on the angle that I'm holding the razor at. It might be there, it might not be there. You uh, comment below and let me know what you see. I could turn it up to six if you'd like to see it at six, and we can kind of get a look at what it looks like at six. Okay, again, it might be, it just might be the angle that I'm holding it at. Not entirely sure. So if it's there, it might be very, very slight. But comment below and let me know. Tell me what you see. Now, people also wanted to know about the rattle. Okay, so you can hear a little bit of a rattle. I think that's the spring just going back and forth. And I think it's kind of par for the course. It, I, I did not hear a rattle during my shave. Didn't hear a rattle during my shave. So... That really didn't come into play, and when someone asked about it, I, it just, I just thought, oh, well, I better check that. It just didn't register. But overall, a really, really beautiful, beautiful razor. And again, comment below and let me know uh, what you think about uh, the, uh, the blade gap issue and that sort of thing. This is at level three again. Let me know what you think. I mean, you know, again, it might be the angle that I'm holding it at, I'm not entirely sure. So let me know what you think, and uh, let's look at the other side here. Okay, let me turn it around to the other side. This is one side. This is at level three again. This is one side. Let me see if I can turn around to the other side. This is the other side. So I don't know. if it's if It might be very, 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 very slight at level three. And at level six, okay, here's level six here. That's wide open. You tell me. Okay? Again, it might be the angle that I'm holding it at. 
Might be an optical illusion of some kind. I'm not entirely sure. And here it is on the other side. Okay, let me change that angle there. Is that changing it around for you? I don't know. You know what? If it's there, I would think it's very, very slight. I may not be seeing it. When I'm looking at it here on camera, it might be photographing a little differently. Again, might be an optical illusion. It might, there might, I, I don't know. You tell me. Comment below and let me know. But uh, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, if there is a little bit of a, a blade gap uh, difference from one side to the other, I did not feel it at all during my shave. It was absolutely even and smooth throughout my shave. And it is an absolutely wonderful, wonderful razor. And I just really had a great, great shave with it. So we will link it below. Uh, on the uh, uh, where you can get one on Amazon. Uh, they also have the open comb version available and also the uh, satin finish uh, that is up there as well. And uh, yeah, this is it's a, just a really, really wonderful, wonderful razor. And again, just a, uh, a wonderful, wonderful presentation. Uh, the case is absolutely beautiful. And again, my thanks to the folks at Pearl Shaving for passing this along. The uh, Pearl Shaving Pearl Flexi Black Edition. Wow, absolutely fantastic. We'll have a link below. Viewer Beth Jones gave us a heads up on a shaving soap from Phoenix Shaving available for a limited time only. Lather Blaster 3000. And as they write on their product page, Lather Blaster 3000 Limited Edition. Well, folks, Fran and I are really thrilled that we were able to fit this in somewhere on the summer calendar for you all. I have to admit, it's been somewhat of a juggling act, but we are very aware how much many of you, especially in the fan group, wanted another go at Lather Blaster 3000. So we did what we had to and whip up another batch of this legend of a fragrance. But be warned, it will not be available long. Sadly, we still have seasonals we need to squeeze out before September, but we are trying to please. Here's a scent profile for Lather Blaster 3000. Talc, sandalwood, bourbon, tobacco absolute, Peruvian Mira resin, Indonesian brown Damar resin, strawberry aldehyde. Wow, absolutely fantastic scent. It's only available for a limited time. So if you want it, check out the link below. We're gonna to link to the entire collection for uh, Lather Blaster 3000. My thanks to Beth Jones for the heads up on this one. Again, Beth, thank you very much for letting everyone know about Lather Blaster 3000. It's only available for a limited time. Well, here's another Phoenix shaving soap I wanna let you know about. We talked about it on last week's second cup. This is Epic Peppermint Artisan Shaving Soap from Phoenix Shaving. Uh, powerful, minty, fresh, camphoraceous, that's a big word, camphoraceous, cooling, distinctive, and nostalgic. Uh, and as they write here, it's no shocker why this scent is adored by everyone, considering what a long relationship it has had with mankind. Peppermint was well known to the Egyptians who dedicated mint to the god Horus. Uh, maybe it takes you back to your own childhood with all the peppermint candy and gum and cakes and even soaps. Then there's coffee drinks, teas, booze, and tobacco too. Peppermint just rocks. And they have some other fun peppermint facts 
uh, here on their product page. It now grows wild throughout Europe, North America, and Australia, and is one of the few essential oil plants grown in the U.S. where the rainfall, temperature, and soil conditions in Michigan and Central Oregon are ideal for high oil production. Scientists agree that it's a strong mental and physical stimulant that can help one concentrate and stay awake and alert. Epic Peppermint is made with pure peppermint essential oil. That's it. Time to shave with the weight of history. Epic. Wow. Well, we'll have a link to it below. Sounds absolutely fantastic. Uh, looks like you can use it year-round. Uh, perfect for summer. Great for the upcoming holiday season. After all, peppermint <laughs> and Christmas seem to go together very, very well. So uh, we'll link it below. Uh, Epic Peppermint from Phoenix Shaving. Well, speaking of peppermint shave soaps, Jamie Horn sent this along. I have Pete Hendrix's HCNC Peppermint, and it's insanely great, Mark. He told me that he has a special source for his peppermint oil, and it's fantastic. Folks, we're going to link this one below as well. As long as we're talking about peppermint shave soaps, hey, this is another one from Hendrix Classics. Wow, absolutely fantastic. Jamie, thanks very much for passing this one along. Really do appreciate it. Now, on the channel, we've talked about and featured and reviewed the uh, wonderful razors from uh, Timeless Razor. Here's my uh, uh, stainless steel razor with the 0.68 blade gap, uh, straight bar, uh, barber, barber shop or barber pole handle uh, right there. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful razor. Uh, I wanted to talk about something else that the folks at Timeless Razor uh, very, very kindly sent along, and I haven't really had a chance to showcase it to you, and I wanted to show it to you this week because it has a really, really nice detail that I wanted to make you aware of, and it's this right here. Their uh, razor case right here. For those of you who are listening on the podcast, this is a leather sleeve of sort that has a clasp, and the top of it folds over the uh, razor head. You insert the razor handle into the body of this uh, sleeve here. I'll show it to you right now like that. And the razor goes in and of course this top flap folds over and there's a little clasp there like that. And uh, it holds the razor in there very, very nicely, very, very securely. A really, really nice high quality leather. But here's the thing. This razor case has one really, really nice detail that a lot of other razor cases that I've showed on the program don't have. Let me show you to you right here. Uh, this has a beautiful finished inside. Can you see that inside there? Let me show if I, let me see, can you see it. See, you have this stud right here for the clasp on the body of the razor case. Now behind that, it's finished off in leather. So you have a nice, nice piece of leather there so that when you're inserting your razor, it's not going to rub up against metal and it's not going to scratch the handle. And that's, that's very, very important, especially if you're going to throw this into your dop kit and travel with it because it's going to get jostled around uh, depending on how you're traveling. And, uh, you know, it's nice to know that it's not going to be rubbing up against a piece of metal. Now, let me show you, in contrast, the hide-and-drink leather case, which is a nice leather case, and I've talked about it on the channel and the Monday Morning Mailbag, and I actually did make this point that it's not finished. 
I can, I don't know if you can see that. It's not finished behind that clasp that's on the body of this razor. Let me see if I can show it to you here. Let me see if I can get correct Sorry angle. to get the... There it is. You can see that right there. See that little bit of a reflection there? That's metal right there. That's the, 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 the metal clasp on the other side. So that when you insert this razor, okay, it's, it could potentially rub up against that metal and scratch it. That would be my... My worry. Now, I've, I've talked about this before with this particular razor case, and that's why I say whenever I load a razor, I squeeze the sides like this to kind of, you know, bulge it out so that that piece of metal isn't going to rub up against the razor as you insert it. But uh, really, I haven't used it a lot because that clasp uh, the, 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 has the back of that metal clasp uh, exposed. Uh, same thing with these uh, really, really uh, bargain basement uh, imitation leather case. You can see this a little more clearly. Here's the metal stud on the bottom, and you can see right there. Uh, let me see if I can get it right there. See, oh, yeah, you can see this even cl more clearly. See how that metal is exposed there? That's going to scratch a really, really beautiful razor if you're not careful. So that one is a little more visible because it's a little higher up on the, uh, on the body of the uh, the, the, the case, whereas uh, this hide and drink is a little lower, which is a little more difficult to see if I bend that back again. Let me see. We, let's see if we can see it one more time. Right there. See that right there? That's metal. And that's going to potentially scratch your razor, in my opinion. So it's really a nice, nice feature and a really beautiful detail that this case is fully finished inside and out. It is absolutely beautiful. You can see the beautiful stitching that's done on it, but the fact that this clasp, this little stud here where the clasp joins to the, to the, to the flap here, that has leather behind it so that you can put your, place your razor in there, slide it in there, not worry about metal scratching the handle of the razor, and you can, then you can, you can secure it like that and place it in your dab kit, and it's going to be protected. And if it jostles around, it doesn't matter because that metal is not going to be touching that handle. That is a really, really nice detail, and I really do appreciate that. So if you're looking for a really nice leather case, leather sleeve case for your razor, check out this one from Timeless Razor. I happen to notice that, that, that really, really nice detail there. And it just goes to show you uh, how much, uh, you know, the extra effort and thought that goes into all of their products over there at Timeless Razor. Their razors and also their razor cases. So check it out. We'll have a link below where you can get one. Timeless Razor leather razor case. Uh, beautifully stitched and finished on the outside and also finished on the inside to fully protect your razor. Okay, here's a quick reminder about Zach Norton's Etsy store, Norton Custom Design, where he makes these beautiful 3D printed razor cases. He has a promotion going on right now. So I just want to let you know about it once more. 15% off until September 1st, 2023. Use the code 3MBAG. Again, the code is 3MBAG. That's the number three, capital M capital B, capital A, capital G, 3M bag. This promotion is 15% off until September 1st, 2023. Zach Norton's Etsy store, Norton Custom Design.
Well, last week we did a review of the Gillette Menorah Golden Shave Razor Blades. Beth Jones very, very kindly sent them to the channel, and they're absolutely wonderful. Beth also provided a review of the blades, and here's what she had to say. Here's my review of the Gillette Menorah Golden Shave Razor Blades. I use the Henson Mild V2.0 razor and supply shave cream. I'm a lady wet shaver, and while my shaving needs are not as demanding as gentlemen wet shavers' needs, the Menorah Golden Shave Razor Blades are very sharp and provided me with a very smooth, efficient shave with little to no blade feel. For comparison, I have also used the Paul Silver Razor Blades and the Super Iridium Razor Blades with the Henson V2 Razor. And when I used those blades, I got a small amount of blade feel, but I also got a sense of just how sharp those blades are. With the Menorah Golden Shave Razor Blades, for me, there was no sense of how sharp these blades are. Also, in comparison to my beloved Gillette Swede razor blades, I believe the Menorah blades are just a tad sharper and smoother than the Swedes, but both blades will provide excellent shave results with little to no blade feel. For another comparison, I've also used the Filoso razor blades, and I would put the Filoso razor blades on par with the Menorah Golden Shave razor blades. As always, your mileage may vary. As always, thank you so much for everything, Mark. And she also added here, I use the Menorah Blades in the Parker 78R, and I got exactly the same shave as I got using the Henson V 2.0. Smooth, efficient, and with no blade feel. Hey, Beth, thanks very, very much for the review. Really do appreciate it. I agree with you. These Gillette Menorah Blades are absolutely wonderful. They're right up there with the Gillette Swedes and also the Filosos. Absolutely wonderful. Thanks again for the review, Beth. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up this week's new Wet Shaving Gear segment. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some of these questions and comments. Well, as we mentioned earlier in the show, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Blackland Dart safety razor right here. It's a 303 stainless steel razor that had its last limited run uh, last fall. Uh, and uh, towards the end of November, I did a review and I finally got around to editing it and posting it this past week. And it really is a really, really wonderful, wonderful razor. I don't know if it's a daily driver for me because it has a little growl, but it is quite smooth. And uh, again, they did a limited run of about 150 razors and I got number 136. So it came with a stand. I have the machined finish. Uh, it also came in a polished finish version as well. But I opted for the machine finish because uh, I think it just has a little more character, uh, in my opinion. But uh, a very, very nice razor that has a high amount of efficiency. And uh, again, I don't know if it's a daily driver for me. Anyhow, Beth Jones uh, did a review on the Dart Razor. She also acquired one during that last production run last year. And she sent along a review. We we featured it on the Monday Morning Mailbag, and I wanted to kind of touch the highlights again. Uh, just in case you come across one of these dart razors for sale on eBay or on Etsy, or maybe from a fellow wet shaver, that sort of thing, you'll know, you'll have a little bit of background on it. 
uh, is what I'm saying. So here is Beth Jones' uh, review. Some of the highlights here. Uh, she has the uh, machine finish. Her serial number is 103, and it's made from Billet 303 stainless steel. As she writes here, here are the performance rates for the Dart Razor obtained from Blacklands website. The efficiency is 8 out of 10. The blade feel is 7 out of 10. The weight, 7 out of 10, 99 grams. Uh, I converted this into ounces, and it's 3.49 ounces. The smoothness is 7.5 out of 10. Upon unboxing, my first impression of the Dart Razor was one of, wow, this is a very high-quality, solid, and well-made razor. Feels well-balanced in the hand with some heft to it. So you really do need to let the razor do all the work. Nice knurling on the handle. Handle seems a little short, in my humble opinion, but the handle length is also one of the things that makes the dart so maneuverable. The top cap employs the three-tab design, uh, with the middle tab being slightly taller and has a concave uh, curve, and the base plate has a convex curve, which results in a very tight fitting of the top cap and base plate, and a very tight clamping and torquing of the blade with minimum blade exposure and gasp. Uh, blade balance and alignment are both precise. Now, I have posts and not tabs, and I think she meant posts as well. So I'm just going to point that out. So that's, but it is a, uh, it is a, it is a three-post, three-tab kind of uh, system. So I understand that. However, I think I'm going <laughs> to think about a contact her and actually ask her if she has tabs or posts on hers. Maybe during their production run, they switch things over. I don't know, but uh, I think she meant three posts. Uh, anyhow, uh, she goes on to say here that the dart razor, just like any razor in my limited experience, possesses a sweet spot. And once the shaver has found it, the dart performs quite well. I have found that to be true as well. Uh, although I didn't mention it in my review, uh, and I think I have to shave with this a little more, I think that's very, very accurate. Uh, again, I think that there was a smoothness there that became apparent when you found that sweet spot. Uh, she continues here, As to the performance chart stated above, I would consider it to be pretty darn dead-on true, accurate, and correct, and the user can confidently rely upon the information as stated on Blacklands website. Well, Beth, thank you very, very much for that. Those are just the highlights of her review that we've talked about before on the Monday Morning Mailbag. And I think uh, her assessment really aligns with mine. Uh, you really need to use a light, light touch with this razor. It really does have some smoothness, yet high efficiency. And everything that they say in the chart there is really dead on as far as efficiency, blade feel, smoothness, etc. It really is a terrific, terrific razor. Uh, you know what? My hope is that Blackland decides to do another run of these. If they do, and you have a, a, a beard that's a little more demanding than, say, mine, I would, I would say definitely get this razor. It really does a nice, nice job, and it gives a really, really close, close shave. Again, I don't know if it's a daily driver for me, Time will tell. Maybe if I continue to use it and work on my technique and find that particular sweet spot that Beth has, has mentioned, uh, it might become a daily driver for me. You know, I mean, as my technique improves, uh, maybe this razor, uh, you know, will get more, uh, it will get more use in my shave den. But I uh, just want to pass this along to you. 
because the review did run last week. And uh, you never know. Maybe they'll do another run of these. Uh, maybe you'll come across one uh, from a fellow wet shaver who finds it maybe to be far too aggressive for them. And you might uh, get a really, really nice price on it. So I really, really do enjoy it. I love the look of it. And uh, you know what? I agree with Beth that the... Uh, that the handle is just really, really terrific, and it's very, very maneuverable. Uh, some might find it a little, a little, a little bit on the short side. I don't. I think it's a nice, nice length, and I just love the the knurling on the handle and just the overall design of it. It's a very, very distinctive look. Feels great in the hand. Wonderful heft. Uh, stainless steel, and just delivers a really, really close shave. Just use a light touch. So my thanks again to Beth Jones for a really, really terrific review. That's the review in part. Uh, if I get a chance, I will take the entire review and pin it on the comments section below so you can read the entire thing. Uh, so uh, you can kind of, she, she does a deep dive on uh, several of the shaves she's had with this razor. So my thanks again to Beth Jones for a really, really terrific review. Those are the highlights, folks, the Blackland Dart Razor. Hey, let's hope that they do another run of them, or uh, perhaps you'll come across one so there's a little bit of background for you. Well, we mentioned the Gillette Fat Boy in passing earlier in the show, and uh, this leads me to a little bit of information, a little factoid that I came across when talking to viewer Jamie Horn about the Gillette Fat Boy. And I happen to find this little bit of uh, information. And I will link uh, these websites where you can uh, check out uh, information on the uh, Gillette Slim adjustable razor and also the Gillette Fat Boy adjustable razor. And that's where I got the information from, from these particular websites here. And um, my problem is, is whenever I pull one of these out and I'm not looking at them side by side, I have to kind of do a double take. Am I looking at the Fat Boy or am I looking at the Slim? When I look at it by itself, I'm not entirely sure. Now, with my Fat Boy, my, the one test that I have here is when I open up the doors, it's got that lazy door right there, and I immediately know, that's my, <laughs> that's my Fat Boy. I'll show that to you again. When I open it up, okay, that door just kind of lags a little bit. It doesn't open up fully. I have to give it a little flick like that to open up fully. That's how I know... It's, uh, it's my fat boy. But there is another way you can tell the difference between a fat boy and a slim uh, by looking at them by themselves. Uh, and here it is from this website. The adjustment dial is the simplest way to determine the difference between the slim and the fat boy. Uh, it's hidden behind the razor's head. Fat boys have solely vertical knurling, whereas slims have both horizontal and vertical knurling. See that right there? A slim has horizontal and vertical knurling on that adjustment dial, and the fat boy has just uh, vertical knurling right there like that. So that's how you tell the difference uh, between a fat boy and a slim when you're just looking at them, you know, without comparing one, with, when they're not side by side is what I'm saying. And that's usually uh, my problem when I'm looking at a photo uh, of a listing on eBay or Etsy or wherever. I'm looking at a photograph and they say it's a, it's a fat boy. It might be a slim. They might just be looking at it and going, oh, yeah, it's a fat boy. And they might not know, you know, because maybe they came across it in an estate sale or something like that and someone said, oh, yeah, it's a fat boy, without really knowing. So that is a very good way of determining 
uh, whether it's a fat boy or a slim. Look at the knurling on the adjustment uh, dial here, the adjustment collar. And if it's vertical like that, then you know that this is a fat boy, all right? If it's vertical and horizontal like this one here, then you know it's a slim. So I thought that was a really, really interesting way of knowing the difference between the two razors. Uh, sorry I'm late to the party. <laughs> I know a lot of you probably know this, but I'm passing along to those uh, who may not be aware of this. Maybe you're looking for a Gillette Slim, you're looking for a Fat Boy. I just want to point it out to you so that you know to look at that distinct difference between the two so you know what you're getting. Uh, so uh, my thanks to Jamie Horn for the conversation that led me to uh, look up this information. So thanks again, Jamie. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag for this week. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share. Please subscribe. Please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark where you'll find all the Amazon listed products that I review on this channel. Organize and categorize so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we have another double take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video or try to find all the differences before time runs out. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.